Welcome everyone to It's Fine, an official podcast of Broken Arrow Public Schools on the Aerovision Network. I'm your host, Adam J. Foreman, Executive Director of Public Relations for the District, and we are discussing all things fine arts today. And uh, this podcast is made possible by our wonderful One Club sponsors, First National Bank of Broken Arrow, TTC Federal Credit Union, Ascension St. John Broken Arrow, Tulsa Bone and Joint, and The Arrow Group. Today, I have some wonderful special guests on today, Mr. Avery Chambers. How are you, Avery? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Good to have you here. And Mr. Kyle Tadero, did I pronounce that right? Absolutely, oh yeah, nailed gosh. it. Uh, how many people mispronounce your name on a daily basis? Um, yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone, pretty much. I can't imagine your first day in class when the kids come in and you they have to like, I'm in Mr. Tad Tadero's play class. Yeah, they. Yeah, I have a I have a couple different ways to remember how to say it. It's well, a combination of today and tomorrow. Okay, Tadero. Kind of. And that's maybe, am- that, that usually doesn't work. That's amazing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I need all the help I can get, trust me. Yeah. Uh, Avery and Kyle, you are art teachers here at Broken Arrow High School, correct? And Avery, you are the lead of the department. Is that also correct? Yes, sir. I'm just going to make all sorts of assumptions. I'm just going to just give you made up titles by the end of the day. You both will be superintendents by the end of the day. So what we're going to talk about today is uh, uh, fine arts and most importantly uh, in this conversation, visual art, which is what you guys do. But before that, we're going to talk about you and get your backgrounds. I mean, I'm going to go deep. I want you to tell me where you grew up and went to high school, where you went to college, the degrees you hold, and then your education teaching journey leading up to today. So we're going to start with Kyle. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, yes. Okay. So say that again. What am I? What okay. Am I just tell me about? where you're from, where you went to high from. school, where you went to college, all that good stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm, I'm from Oklahoma city originally. Um, and then I pretty much grew up in Savannah, Georgia. Um, and this is getting right into the art thing. It's because my, we moved to Savannah because my, uh, stepdad, uh, was majoring in um, industrial design at a, at an art school. So, um, I kind of had that exposure to art early on. And so grew up in Savannah, Georgia. Um, and then I went to high school uh, here. Um, in the Oklahoma City area? Well, here. In, at, oh, at you were a BA grad. Yeah. What year? Oh, wait. So depressing. I photographed your graduation. Nice. That's depressing. Well, keep we keep going, back, please. Man, wow. We do. We do. You didn't know who that bald, crazy man was walking on the floor. Continue. Uh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I went to high school here. Um, I moved back to Oklahoma for the last three years of high school and then um, promptly pretty much took off and went to OU for a semester, uh, studied art immediately, and then I transferred to uh, this school in Ohio called the Cleveland Institute of Art and it was a an art school, private art school. Um, and there I studied painting there um, and got my uh, Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in painting and um, then I worked there for a few years uh, as a teaching assistant after, as soon as I graduated. And then I've worked at places like the Denver Art Museum, uh, uh, the, a couple museums in the Seattle area, um, a, uh, a framing business in Seattle. So I've done a lot of like art I see, you've kind of been everywhere, years. haven't yeah. you? Uh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Experience yeah. is everything. Yeah. So what brought you back here as a teacher to Broken Arrow? Well, actually, I wasn't teaching before I got this job. Interesting. But I just had kind of one of those, I had taken a break since since I was uh, working for the school, for Cleveland Institute of Art. Uh, and so I took a break from teaching and doing that sort of thing. And then I just kind of had a revelation that that's what I wanted to get back into. And I got really lucky and really blessed um, to just be at the right place at the right time and um, applied for this job. And 
Um, I've been this is my second year here, and I mean that's just really been a, a an awesome thing for me. Well, we're happy to have you here. Yeah, we you. have the best teachers here, so yeah, you're in true. you're in good good hands, good it's ranks. True. It's true. All right, Avery, tell me about you. Well, mine's not quite as impressive as I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> but I uh, I graduated from Sepulpa High School in 1999, so I'm. A little bit older. Uh, I'm right know. there with you. Yeah, so you feel my pain. <laughs> I feel yeah. your pain, Avery. <laughs> so I, uh, it took me a little while to decide if I wanted to be in, uh, to go to college or not. I um, I really loved art in high school. That's actually what allowed me to graduate because it was the only thing that I really uh, indulged myself in at school. And so, but it took me a little while. I didn't, I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to be an art teacher or not, but I, I got out, graduated. I went around. I I, uh, I worked at the district attorney's office for a little, uh, about four or five years. Okay, that's a whole other podcast we're going to have to do about you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, made a lot of great friends there. And and then I moved on to work for the Tulsa County Drug Court Program and then worked for a couple judges. And so it's, it's kind of been like a little mixture of things. But then I kind of discovered that I wanted to be a public servant and decided to go back to school and so I quit my job and did every, quit everything. I went back to school full time, and uh, graduated um, from NSU with my undergrad. Go Redmond! Yeah, and mm-hmm. then uh, about two years later, I, I decided. You know, I actually got my undergrad in elementary education. Um, I'm not quite sure what I uh, what I thought when I was going for that program. I thought I was going to be fine, but it was one of those things. I really enjoyed it, but. At the end of the day, I was exhausted. Those little ones, uh, they run circles around you. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and so I decided, you know, about, you know, four years into my, um, you know, teaching elementary, I decided to go back to uh, in our OSU and got my master's in teaching leadership and decided, you know, that was kind of where I wanted to, to pursue and graduated four, yeah, four years ago with my uh, master's. How about that? So you're kind of like a split brain. You got the artsy side, and then you have this whole other legal side. You're like you're yeah. like this Gemini. It's amazing. I would, I say it's more like public service related. Pu- more, well, that's you know, good. yeah, that's a good know, way of looking at it. Uh, you know, being able to serve the public and you know be able to give back to my community and making the world a better place. So Kyle, you came on board right at the beginning of something super fun called a pandemic. Yeah. And so your first year of teaching was just thrown right in there with that. Yeah. So this is going to be different answers for you guys, but I want to flash back to about almost two years ago, now, which seems funny to say two years ago, kind of freaks me out a little bit. And when school kind of was shut down and there was, you know, there was, nothing, there was no personal interaction, how in the world, in the fine arts world, do you pivot to keep reaching kids in that? I'm going to start with you, Avery. I think the, the biggest word that I can, it comes to my mind when I think of this uh, pandemic is really just being flexible. And being understanding, um, you know, every single student was in a different place. Every single teacher, every single admin was coming from a different place. You know, they, some were thinking about safety. Some were thinking about, you know, like, how am I going to manage each day? And just being able to be flexible with my students, being flexible with my myself and my other peers, teachers, and my admin, being able to be understanding. And I think it's just, you know, taking one moment at a time and realizing that this is all uncharted territories. And we just had to through it. Well, when you think about like if you're taking a science class, there's kind of a textbook and an outline and you can do problems. If you're taking a math class, it's same. How do you do visual art in a pandemic? How do you do that? How'd you do it, Kyle? I, to be honest, I don't think 
you can you're very it's very challenging you're kind of limited on what you can do um i i like you said it's all i really know so far as my teaching career um so it 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 may not have been as strange for me as it was for some of the other teachers it's kind of like the norm for you at that point yeah yeah (laughs) but but i just tried to like come up with ideas um that uh would be easily presented like on a couple slides or something and just have them do assignments in their sketchbook if it's a drawing class um i had a painting class last year where we switched when we switched and uh whenever we would meet on teams meetings or zoom or whatever we would just i would just have a painting party and paint with them and like you know for an hour we'll meet for an hour and have your paint set up and like let's work on our project together and we can at least be together like in a quasi classroom setting right i will admit that not that i only typically had a handful of kids participate in that out of a class of 30 but you kids know will we, be kids yeah it's like it's like avery <laughs> said you, you just gotta like be flexible and understanding and uh do the best you can but it, it, it definitely has been a challenge but I, I i think we've been able to make the best out of it and how do you make that engagement happen what are some ways that you just that way the students just want to be a part of it so badly what are some methods that you've that you've stumbled upon i have a funny story from last year Uh, i love funny stories i actually emailed my students and told them that i was going to uh, give away a free car for everybody who participated you know like they would be in a drawing for a free car they didn't know it was a hot wheels car It was there uh, say where do I sign up? <laughs> but it was uh, it was fun. I uh, it, that was one way that kind of get them engaged, and so I put them in a drawing, and, and they got a little Hot Wheels car. But that was kind of fun. Another way I, I was thinking as Kyle, you were talking with Kyle. I I you know I've actually taken some online courses myself, doing refresher courses, trying to think of like what did you know other people do in their you know teaching art online because there you know there's tons of videos out there. And so I'm always doing that constantly myself to kind of refresh my memory and kind of like make sure I'm, you know, current on what I'm what I'm teaching. But just getting that feedback from how they do it and then like trying to, you know, put that into what I'm using for my students in distance learning. And as we say in the biz, it was professional development. Exactly. Yes, yes. So let me ask you this about students and, and them interacting with you guys. How important is parental involvement with their studies and with their arts when it comes to their engagement in school? You have a lot of parents that are that are supportive of that. I think it is very, very important, and I'm, you know, and Kyle, you can jump in here. Yeah. I, parent involvement is important because they, if they see that their, if their students see that their parents are like invested in them and being able to see that, you know, like they're proud of them, they they work harder, you know, and you can see that drive in that student. And I'm not saying that just if they don't have the parents that they don't have that drive, right, but it, right. to see that drive from their parent kind of envisioned, you know, seeing them you know, kind of pushing that drive for them. Because even well. though they, they think they're cool, they, they do like that. The, the kids do. They like knowing that somebody's excited for them and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they try to play it off. But I had, I had a teenager, so I totally get it. <laughs> I yeah. get it, trust me. In fact, I think you had my kid, okay. Avery, as a student at the Freshman Academy. Her name is Romy Clark, if you oh. remember. Yes, that was mine. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. I think I met her. <laughs> she was well. awesome. Yeah, now she's, you know, old and going to college and all that good stuff. Yeah. I know, see? Well, in the, it's a small world, isn't it? Yeah, it is a small world. I, I never, yeah, I mean, she she was memorable, so that's good. So. <laughs> memorable, good, memorable, yes, bad. She, she was good. A <laughs> uh, little uh, yeah. Well, you know, you didn't have to, you know, be her parent. <laughs> 
I'm kidding. She's fantastic. No. Um, so Kyle, I'm going to ask you something. Tell me about the areas that you specialize in that you teach kids. Like what are all the different mediums you work in? Okay. So, um, well, coming, I have a painting degree, so that's kind of my, my thing. I love teaching painting. Um, and so I teach two drawing or sorry, two painting classes. Um, and then I teach drawing and then, um, I also teach AP, um, which is, you know, the, the advanced court, one of the, you know, the most advanced art course that you can take here at the high school. It's for college credit. Avery and I both teach that. Oh, they are for college credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should have known that. Yes. Like when you say painting still life, abstract, everything, everything, it's more of medium based, um, is how I, I kind of structure the program is like, you know, first semester we'll learn how to do acrylic painting and we do still life. Um, we do abstract, um, and everything in between. And then, um, uh, and then second semester we switch over to watercolor and then we actually go, um, do some, what's called plain air and plain air. It's a French term that just means outside. Tell me more. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, so, really? That's so all go, it means. You go paint outside. It's whenever you do art outside in Interesting. plain air. So, um, you know, that, that was a, uh, that was a really fun experience last year is just uh, going out to, you know, that pond across the street oh, that yes. we have here yeah. and yeah, doing some, doing some painting outside. So it's a really fun class, um, outside of painting. I think my specialty is like, or is, uh, getting kids in the advanced classes. That's one of my favorite classes to teach because it's, they're, they're coming up with their own ideas. It's very like, <laughs> like a studio kind of thing. It's a, yeah. It's just a studio class. So you're, you're really just trying to inspire and guide them, um, to creating a, a portfolio that they submit to College Board that has eight to ten cohesive, unified pieces that they've made throughout the year, which is really like a—that's a great little portfolio right a, there. It's like a college. It really is like a senior college level like uh, structure of a course that to 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 ask that of a student. So it's a really cool class, and I enjoy teaching that a lot. Well, I've seen your students' works, and they're fantastic. Like Thank you. when you say college level, like to me, they some are of them great. are better than college level. No, they're great, <laughs> and and I just I'm always in awe of the kids because I'm a fine arts guy myself. So I, my heart bleeds a little more for the fine arts kids, and I just love like their imagination. So in that AP course, do they they literally come up with their own kind of concepts, and you just support? Is that what it, how it works? Yeah, we give them a few assignments to begin the year um, that are more guided, just to kind of get them thinking in a certain uh, developing their their skills as far as thinking about art um, and developing their own style, their influences, um, and and just kind of cultivating their own ideas. And then they have to come up with a topic for their portfolio. And it needs to be, it's a question that they're asking, that they're proposing. And they, basically the course is they're answering the question through their art second semester. So they so all, all the art comes together for that one under that common purpose or topic. Yeah. That umbrella theme wow. or topic. And it's all, they get to, they get to pick it out. Um, so it's super impressive to see them where they start at the beginning of the year to where they end up. It's I was not so, blessed with the painting so gene at all. Uh, I tried. I'm just, yeah, I need to go back to school. Um, let's talk about art throughout their, their entire pre-K through 12 career. I know that personally for me, art was my favorite class. That's the one I remember all my art teachers' names from elementary up. How important is it to get to those kids that early and get that ingrained in them? It is critical. Like, you know, Broken Arrow is one of the very few communities around that actually, you know, have a very strong art department. And I mean, there's lots of, you know, communities, you know, that have the art programs, but they don't have them like at elementary level. And so I think it's very critical that we 
that, you know, that students do start seeing that creativity and start being able to explore and understanding how to work with their hands and how to, you know, manipulate things and how to question how to work with things and, and be able to, you know, really put everything in together. And because, you know, if you ever watch a child play and, and create, it's, it's a beautiful process in itself. And, you know, I've taught elementary art as well. And, you know, it's funny when you're sitting there and you're seeing, you know, you're telling kids, okay, we're going to learn about, you know, lines today. And they get so excited just about a simple thing that you and I would probably take for granted, but just learning about lines and understanding, oh, that's a vertical line. This is a horizontal line. This is a wiggly line, you know, and we, you know, it's just really critical for, you know, elementary age, uh, you know, students to be able to explore and have fun with art. And then, you know, going into the middle school process and being able to realize that everything in this world revolves around art, you know, and being able to, from the shirt you're wearing, from the car you're driving to the streets that are on the, you know, in, in our community, everything has to be, you know, related to art somehow. Don't you wish we can get as excited as those kids do? Like still have that excitement in you? Like I, I need to go back to that time. Because that way everything was kind of fresh and new again. I mean, just walking down the hall here, I had a, there's a, a little kid walking in the hallway here, and he's like, how did they make that big painting? And I'm like, you know, I, I just wanted to so Let badly. Let me tell like, you. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, just seeing how excited they were about, like, you know, things like that. You know, it's just really, it's, it's important to envision, you know, to, you know, to give that to the students. And inspire them at a young age, yeah. Well, like what you said, how you wish you could, you know, find that, that joy or that, that know, innocence again. Yeah. yeah. I will say, you know, like, you know, creating or being around the students and, and the more the opportunities they have to dabble in that or, or play with playing that, you know, and that, and, and be creative. Um, you know, it's, it not only rubs off on us as teachers, but I feel like it rub, rubs off on the community. Like whenever you see a mural downtown and downtown BA, it's like, you know, it inspires a nice mural. Yeah, that? Right? yeah. That thing's gorgeous. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like just to kind of piggyback on what Avery said, like the art starting from a young age, you know, um, our, our group, I think it's super important to just having a, a great community and a, a, a great society and all the above. Yeah. And, you know, just to add on to that, like Broken Arrow in itself, you know, has a great way of, you know, supporting the community. Like, for example, the Chalk It Up community, you know, Chalk It Up event that we, we do in, you know, Broken Arrow, I had eight set of my students participate in that. And you should see how excited they were. And they came back and talked about it for weeks about how excited that they were to see that the community was out there supporting them and giving them feedback and giving them and like just seeing how excited they were. So I think that's important. To, and also that was another great thing about there was an elementary teacher that had her elementary class participate in that event. And you could see how excited those kids were. It, it broke my heart that the day before it rained but it, oh, you know, they tragic they were they were the most persevering kids they came back out and I, it was it was stunning and i just love how our community supports the art programs so here's how connected i am to both of those things i sit on the board of directors for the museum so i was totally in on that whole thing with mm-hmm. the music mural and i also sit on the arts council board that does chalk it up so i'm just yeah i love that that's the, i told you i'm a big fine arts guy yeah. and that i'm just ingrained in all that stuff i love everybody on it. our side absolutely i'm here for you guys <laughs> so you guys have a bis- big district art show in the spring is that correct yes are details ready about that yet available it will i most likely start at the beginning of march um will it be know. in person or virtual again 
Uh, we are shooting for in person. Excellent. Uh, we haven't been told otherwise. Okay. So it's going to be an issue Broken Arrow. It's going to be from K twelve or K through all the way to twelve. So um, pre K to uh, twelve. That's what I meant to say. But it's um, every school will be participating, and we're super excited about it. Uh, it's uh, we're so grateful for NSU for hosting us every year. Uh, we'll most likely have a reception. I don't have the information on that just yet. But. It's one of my favorite events that of all year is mm-hmm. the art show. But even when you guys did it digital last year, it was phenomenal. Like, and I think uh, someone told me that you had hundreds of thousands of visitors to That's it. Is I that correct? Yeah, I think I was couldn't remember the number, but I remember it was like a staggering number whenever. I should have wrote that down. What it, how many it was. It was so, yeah. yeah. Uh, even the virtual show was, was great. I mean, why not have both? Have a virtual show if they can't come and then have the in-person show I for... Think, yeah, I think we've had, we've talked about that. I'm just yeah, going to create more work for you. Well, and we, we are <laughs> You're still... You're We're still possibly going to look at that for future years. I think this year we were kind of putting it on hold for, uh, for the high school version. I think the elementary might be considering it. Uh, Katie Cook is... Uh, Who I love, by the way. Love me some Katie Cook. Yes, she's pretty amazing. Uh, She's the elementary lead, and uh, she's pretty much the one that kind of, you know, spearheaded the uh, online uh, art show last year and uh, gave us a lot of direction on that. She was pretty awesome, so we're very grateful for her. Well, I will continue to champion that because I love it so much. Can I do a shameless? You may shamelessly plug plug anything you want. All right, cool. Anything. Wow. Um, (laughs) I have the edit button just ready to go. (laughs) Um. Well, while we're talking about virtual show, um, uh, we now have an Instagram account, the the visual arts. I've seen that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have. So um, I follow that. I think it's B A at B A H S underscore visual art. Did you hear that, on listeners? Instagram. That's right. And you guys post some really great stuff on there. It's all just student artwork. Yeah, it's just that's the whole point. It's kind of like a little student gallery. Sort yeah. Of so, like. say, what prompted that? Where'd that come from? Who's brainchild? Was that your brainchild? Yeah, I'm, I'm on Instagram, you know. Uh, <laughs> He's a young folk out there yeah, on the Instagram. That doesn't apply for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm always like, hey, Kyle, how do we do that? <laughs> I'm in bed by eight o'clock. Do whatever you got to do. Well, that's the truth, though. <laughs> Sadly, it is for me as well. But that actually, that's a good segue, Mr. Okay. Kyle, into yeah. the future of fine arts for you and your kids. What are some great stuff that you want to do or things, you know, dream big kind of things you want to do in the future with the fine arts program either one of you toss up well we can talk a a little bit about some of the the cool things that we are starting and i think will continue um and i'm speaking about doing like murals large or like large paintings for the school or for the community like we're doing five art club is doing five um five foot by five foot paintings for the library that are going to hang on for the, the high school library. Yeah, for the awesome. high school library. Awesome. And um, uh, we're we just completed a, a a gigantic. How big is it, Avery? It's ten foot by eight foot tall, and it's for the Kirkland Soccer Complex. So it's uh, it's a giant painting. It's a beautiful giant painting of the Kirkland tree. Ah, uh, um, yes, the tree. The tree, and so uh, I, I I don't believe it's there anymore. It is not. But now we'll have one there in spirit. Beautiful. So, How did that come about? How did that project come about? Uh, the soccer uh, booster club actually asked uh, asked us to uh, come up with something, and uh, they said they were they showed us the, uh, the space for it. It's kind of a blah wall, and it just says soccer or Kirkland on it, and it was kind of boring. And so they were like, "Can you?" help us create something and so we had students kind of design it and come up with something and and we've it's been a work in progress uh, I, we're so it's say, still going well right it's, now 
it's on the finishing stages. Okay. So uh, I think the the biggest challenge now is going to be able to get some volunteers to help us carry it over there. Did you hear that, listeners? (laughs) (laughs) We need volunteers. And I want to stay on top of that because that's great stuff for us to promote throughout the district. And also it marries two very different areas, fine arts and sports, which don't normally hang out together, but that's fantastic. That's the synergy, I think, that makes Broken Arrow different and special. Well, I think, you know, you asking about what some of the 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 vision for the program is and i think um that that's a great point like about the sports and art where one of our visions is to engage with the community as much as possible with art like put art in every facet of you know broken arrow and so you know we're doing the library we're doing the sports complex i think we're doing the performing arts center um we just we have some other ideas about um like uh, events or things that we can hold that engage the community um, and so I think, you know, talking about what the program, what, what we envision the program to be is on two fronts, at least, um, that I think of. And one is the community aspect, like doing, uh, events like empty bowls or like the remembering project for the Oklahoma city bombing memorial. Like we did a, a big event last year with, uh, uh, hund- hundreds of pieces by students, um, and Which so, was excellent, by the way. Yeah, Wonderful. Yeah, it, was, it was so powerful. Yeah, it, it really was. So that we're on that front, like trying to engage the community and do things for the community and, and be visible. And then on the other hand, um, we have, I, I just don't know how many people know this, but like we have extremely talented students here. Very um, extremely talented. It's, it's incredible. And so I, another goal of ours is just to keep developing, you know, these, these young artists and, and having them launch into, you know, the ones that want to keep going at, at like being able to prepare them for college or that next level. Or, you know, we have students that win awards at the state level. We have students that win awards at the national level. Um, we had two top 10 portfolios in the state for young talent in Oklahoma last year. Um, so, you know, we just want to keep growing our program and, uh, and preparing these kids for the next level and giving them as many opportunities to show what they can do as possible and so those are the two fronts i think about well think about them leaving their mark like i did that painting and they go back and look at it 10 years later like that's mine like that's such right, a great it's still hanging yeah, yeah it's right. just that's a wonderful thing well I, you count me in if you need any like help with that i'm in I, i'm like i said huge fine arts guy so you just and send it all to me i wanted to also put a little plug in for the empty bowls we've we you know the pandemic kind of put us on hold for a couple of years on that and then we have the new art center we're opening up downtown, which thank you for being on that board. I sit on that board. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> and uh, we, we are very appreciative of that. I stole Jennifer uh, away from you guys. You're welcome. Yeah, well, <laughs> it opened the door for me. That's, that's right, it I'm did. Here, so that's right, yeah. I'm very grateful for that. Get lost, but, Jennifer. Just kidding. Love you, Jen. <laughs> we do. Um, but one of the things is that was something her, that was her brainchild, is Empty Bowls, kind of getting that started. And the pandemic kind of put Let us on Let me stop hold. you for a second. Explain to the public who may not know what Empty Bowls is. Okay. I know, but you mm-hmm. tell them. So Empty Bowls is a great way for us to uh, come together as the community and su- is supporting two things. It's uh, supporting Broken Arrow Neighbors, which is, you know, a, a community service here, a nonprofit that supports our Broken Arrow uh, citizens and being able to support them and almost many different ways, uh, more than I can, um, you know, say. Financially, uh, food assistance, utility yeah. assistance, health, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 
And then, uh, and then, so we, it's kind of like a give back program for our students. We create bowls uh, in the art classroom and we, uh, in ceramic bowls and pottery and, and paintings. We've even done paintings and drawings and things like that. And we, uh, we, what we do is we take that and we put it in like a gallery art setting and then we invite the community for, you know, to purchase a ticket. And then they come in and they get to uh, look through the, the gallery. They get to have a bowl of soup and then they get to ex- experience performing arts from everywhere from dance to you know, orchestra to uh, I've know. seen poetry readings there yeah the whole bit so uh, it's a great great event that's been held annually, annually up until p- the pandemic started or happened uh, we we put it on hold this year we were possibly going to po- possibly have it this year but then we just put it on hold only because the, pan- pan- the pandemic was still kind of like you know, lingering over us, and which obviously it's still kind of happening. But um, you know, it's just something we wanted to kind of make sure we plan really well for, and make sure it's continued to support our, our community. So. I tell you, I, I go around to different businesses all the time, and they always have those bowls sitting on their desks. Like years and years later, like they're so happy of those bowls they purchased. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's a and, fantastic and event. What's really great about it is. You know, uh, elementary all the way through high school students participate in that, and so they get to see that their artwork is being made for a value, for a purpose, and that they give it to somebody that you know is like. And those kids, like when they see it in the gallery, and like you know, see people picking up that, and it really puts a, a sense of pride in themselves, and like saying, "Oh, that's the one I made," you know, and they get so excited about it, and like. I, I, you know, I, I even purchased my tickets myself and I'm like, oh, I want that one. No, I want this one. No, I want this one. And I, I just love how, like, you know, it's always such a great way to be able to support the arts and then support our community as well. Yeah. And that is the brainchild of, you know, Jennifer Deal. So uh, we're hoping to uh, partner with her this year or for upcoming year to be able to participate and having the uh, art center kind of, you know, kind of still be involved with that and bringing the event to her her lo- the location there and then being able to have us still participate but it'd be kind of like a community partnership i don't speak for her or that board but i'm gonna say yes <laughs> <laughs> i think it's but it's, i didn't say that <laughs> i think it's just a great way for us to be able to promote our community and to promote the new art center and like i'm just thinking like getting our students to that art center like a lot of them won't even know where it's at and we're like we'll be talking about it in our classroom and They'll be like, where's that? And then now we can actually, when we have the event there, we'll be like, this is where we, we, we actually met. That, Absolutely. You know, they, they will get excited about it, and they'll actually be inspired to look more about what the you know the building is able to offer for them. They'll follow it on Instagram because that's yeah. the only way you're real. <laughs> exactly. We know that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, hey, we're actually getting ready to wrap up. We've been talking for a little bit. So before we do, any uh, ending comments from, from you? We'll start with you, Kyle. Anything you want to say, plug, et cetera? Yeah. I'll put you on the spot, I, I know. You did. <laughs> I mean, you don't yeah. have to. I'd just love to give everybody their, their little last come yeah. up it's before I, I, we... I would just say, you know, um, follow the Instagram. Follow the Instagram. Follow, you know, like, stay stay plugged in if you're interested in, in uh, you know, what we do up here at the high school. It's it's really, it's just awesome on so many levels. And uh, so that's all I'd want to say is just, you know, if you're interested in following along with what we do, follow us on Instagram or Facebook. And um, come to the art show, you know, in March. Um, Which information will be out on all of our social platforms yeah. once we do get it out there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we need you. You know, we need, we this, need we you. Need support. That's right. Yeah. Avery, any last parting comments from you? You know, we make art to be able to share with the world. And so 
that's why we're here and we're wanting to share our voice and and so just to be ins- hopefully we're inspiring people to look at art and view art and, and to you know be inspired well said well, thank you, Avery. Thank you, Kyle, so much for joining us on It's Fine, the official podcast of Broken Arrow Schools and the Fine Arts Department. I'm Adam Foreman saying thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time.